We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. I'm so happy she's here. She's written for Chamberlain Heights. Is that the way I say it? It's Legend of Chamberlain Heights. Legend of Chamberlain Don't Heights. Don't the legend that shows the out on the soul air soul man. She is the voice of black people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank You've written you. for Portlandia or you were on Portlandia. Both. Both. Double dipping. Megan Derringer. I am clapping for myself. Thank you. Thank you. I love that you clapped for yourself. Megan, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy it's to be here. It's a real treat. Um, I adore you. I think you are so funny, and I think you're so pretty. Oh, my God. Um, this is such a mutual appreciation moment for us because I'm obsessed with you. I think you know that. I th- I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, am obs- I asked you to do my makeup. I literally DM'd you, and I was like, will you just make me you? And I was like, you? I don't have those colors. <laughs> But um, I, when I first started doing improv, I think you were on Law? No. Uh, Probably. Law Firm, maybe? Yeah, let's not date me too much. So let's just say Law Firm, the last team. So you were on a Herald team, which is an improv team at UCB, and you were one of few women. It was back in the day when there was one or two women per eight-person team, Mm -hmm. and you were just, you weren't loud to be funny. Like, you were funny, (sighs) funny. Like, you oh didn't God. have to scream over anybody, but, like, your points were made. And I was like, wow, what a fun way to do comedy. Oh, my God. Where, like, she says things and people respect it because it was so funny. 
so like when I improvise, I would try sometimes to be like, you don't have to be the loudest person in the scene. You can just be cunning and smart and get your point across without being overbearing. So that was very nice to watch and learn from you. Nicole, you're making me sweat. This compliment is meaning so much to me that I'm in a full, I'm, I'm soaking wet. It's, it's a full body, so, you've soaked me with that compliment. And Thank that you. is a compliment for me because oh. I love soaking people. Oh my God. <laughs> Truly, squish, squash, squishy. We're just it's, squishing around. Um, just this chair is now a swamp. Soaking um, wet about that's so kind. Uh, yeah, well, I just didn't have the vocal cords to be loud. I had to do it that way. I truly, I, I never had vocal training, and I don't. My voice does not carry really. It's just, know. it's mostly like cunty. So like, I just, ha- I don't have like a loud voice, just like a little cunty voice. So <laughs> that's a funny way to describe your voice. My voice is just cunty. That's truly how I've always felt about it <laughs> because it has authority but mm-hmm. um it's a house of cards like it could crumble so easily all my authority and confidence is just like boom it's just it's jenga I, on the last thing i feel like most women are jenga yeah where you're like i'm here and i am confident and then someone says something and you're like well i guess i die now yeah you fully found my that little like achilles heel which i'm covered in mm-hmm. and now yeah i've just crumbled so are you single right now? Um, I feel like I'm always single because the relationships I'm in mm-hmm. are tenuous at best. That's so, a good SAT word. Some yeah. of our listeners, including myself, may not know what that means. <laughs> what does tenuous mean? Um, it means it's it's not solid. Ah, okay. Um, they're, you know, hanging on by just a, a teeny tiny thread. Mm-hmm. And they're not generally... Um, Monogamous. Okay. So, yeah, which is a bummer to me because I like monogamy, Mm -hmm. but I also really love men who are not into monogamy. Fair. And is (laughs) it a thing that you discover later or is it a thing up front that's established that it's I think they're pro- if I'm being truly honest they're letting me know pretty quickly mm-hmm. I'm I'm like go I'm like throwing myself after these kind of like sexy narcissistic alphas mm-hmm. and then I'm like I'm going to rein this you know wild <laughs> stallion in That's always and I do not my thought Yeah 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 I like men who don't like me back uh-huh. but show me a kernel of interest and then my brain goes kernels pop and they become popcorn. So we can make popcorn if you just stick on it hard enough and long enough. And that's I, you thinking that popcorn is nutrition and it can actually keep you alive. And not even popcorn can keep you alive. So no. why would even a kernel turning into popcorn be okay? I don't know. Yeah. And I, I think in therapy, my therapist Mary... She had me read this thing called The Mother of All Questions, which is very interesting. And it's a woman who is giving a speech about, oh, shit, um, Sylvia Plath. And people were very interested in, like, her marital status and, like, not having kids or whatever. And, like, when they were asking her questions. And she was like, I don't, that's not a question I ever need to answer. I And then she just wrote about the way that, not to deflect, but like why society is so interested in women being in relationships and being married when you don't need to be. Because Mary says, women need men like a fish needs a bicycle. I think that's what she said, <laughs> but I might be. I think that's what Bono said. 
Oh, really? It is actually a U2 lyric because I remember hearing that. I can't believe my therapist is quoting U2 to me. <laughs> I think it is this old thing. I don't know that Bono, act, I don't know if he made it up or uh-huh. heard it from his therapist, but mm. somebody said a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. I hope it's therapist talking and not my therapist really loving that free U2 album we got a couple years ago. And <laughs> she's like, this is a good nugget that even though I charged Nicole an arm and a leg, I'm just going to throw this. <laughs> but I'm just going to tell her this. Maybe she'll get mm-hmm. into you too. Maybe it'll be good for her. Uh, but yeah, and I think just society being like, we need partners makes you go, this shitty man will be okay because I need a partner. Well, because in my therapy, and now I'm deep in it, mm-hmm. I, I've been in it for a long time, but I'm only in the last year am I like, oh, mm-hmm. like I'm going to a, like a women's group and I'm in a, like, oh. I'm really doing hardcore work on like intimacy and attachment stuff. Mm-hmm. And um it's not your fault that you think you need. It's not just society. It's that our parents and the ways that they completely let us down mm-hmm. creates, you know, attachment addictions and disorders. Ah. So, like, yeah, I, I, you know, my life is pretty functional without men, mm-hmm. but, but it's overridden by, like, familial trauma. That makes ah. me think, like, oh, I can fix all this, like, pain and stuff I didn't get from my parents mm-hmm. with a, you know, romantic other. You know, and it's not just heterosexual. It's just, mm-hmm. like, anybody who had, like, fucked up parenting is going to – and they've been, there's been a million books about this, so it's not mm-hmm. like I'm – but, like, you're going to be attracted to what you didn't get from your parents. Yes, and I just uncovered that with Mary mm-hmm. literally last week oh. because I don't really like – touch I can hug people that's great but like I was on a date with someone and he touched my hand and I may have talked about this already but like I felt myself pull away and I was like why are you doing this you're a attracted to this person b you're probably gonna sleep with them so why is it different now and I was explaining this to Mary and she said well did your father touch you it, not in a, like, a right. sexy way, but like, did he hug you or whatever? Right. And I said, no, not really. And she was like, well, that might be part of it. And then we like talked a little bit more. And my sister is, she's always been thin. I've always been fat. She's always been very studious. I've always had ADD and was like, what's a buck? <laughs> and, <laughs> and my dad... I won't say liked her more, but it seemed as if he was just like, it, he. it felt like he always, to me, was like, she's doing what you should be doing. She's right, you're wrong. So then I spent a long time trying to be what I thought he wanted me to be, and then rubbing up against it, being like, I won't, I'll go hard mm-hmm. in the other way. And Mary was like, this a, like touch from men is stemming from your dad. And I was like, oh my God, here I thought I had zero daddy issues and I probably have more than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my good. I mean, so much to unpack right there. First mm-hmm. of all, every parent does have a favorite if there's multiple children. It sucks to admit yes, they, they're not allowed true. to admit it. But in my family, I have a brother and it was my bro- one of my brothers was my mother's favorite. Mm-hmm. And not only was he the favorite, but I, he was like beloved, mm-hmm. could do no wrong and I could do no right. That's and how it, it felt yeah. in my house. So I, I have the, I have a glorious combination, fellas, of mommy and daddy <laughs> issues. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, I mean, also, 
I in your defense, discovered something. What? I attach myself to women because I attached myself to my mother. Yes. I was a true mummy's girl. I, it was to the point where like my dad would be like, get out of our bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I need more cuddles from mummy. Also, they had no alone time. I loved knocking on that door when it was locked. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, no wonder your dad was like, I don't like your cock blocker. He would have had like three more kids. You could have been like filled with siblings. That's <laughs> he, why he didn't like me. He was like, she's really blocking this game. <laughs> yeah. No, truly. Your dad had blue balls because of you. Constantly. Because I was like, excuse me. Is something fun happening in there? I smell pheromones. Time for me to wedge I'd myself like to in between come it. in. <laughs> um, well, yeah. But also, in your defense, I don't know what number date this was, but being touched romantically on a first date mm-hmm. potentially is weird. It was a first date, yeah, and it it I was it was jarring. I was like, oh, but also, like kissing a man to greet him feels jarring, and I never know when you should do it, like on a date. So, like, if you go on multiple dates with someone, when do oh, you yeah. start kissing them hello? Oh, um, like on the mouth or yes, on- <laughs> yes, on oh, the mouth. Okay, well, I don't. Well, something that I realized with my therapist is that uh, the reason I stay in toxic relationships way Mm -hmm. past their expiration date is because I have so much dating anxiety that I'd rather stay with this devil that I know than put Ah. myself out there and meet new available men. Mm -hmm. So I stay and stay because dating actually gives me like horrible anxiety. And that Mm -hmm. kind of question is part of it of like, how am I supposed to get to know somebody or be Mm -hmm. vulnerable or... And I'm really working on that. And now I have like a nice light curiosity as I don't date, but eventually I will. But mm-hmm. um, like I, ha- I had this thing where I thought I would never kiss on the first date at all. Oh, Like I wouldn't make out with any guys on the first date. Mm-hmm. And th- I thought that meant that I had no sex issues and that I wasn't promiscuous and it made me mm-hmm. not slutty, which is like such a lie because I would, I would sleep with people. In my head, I thought, oh, I've waited till like the fourth date or like mm-hmm. we've hung out for like three weeks. So I know this per- – and like that's still not enough time to know somebody mm-hmm. and get intimate and then suddenly make a relationship out of something. Um so, yeah, I, all of those kinds of questions do give me anxiety. And weird attraction can make you answer that question differently. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to sleep with somebody on the first date if you're like, ah, fucking, this guy's hot. I'm into this. Sometimes I'll make excuses. You sleep with them to shut them up. Oh. <laughs> You've been very annoying for the last two hours. Maybe if we have sex, you'll shut up and make me come. Oh, my God. See, Nicole, this is how we're like so different. How do you get. Physically intimate with somebody that you who you don't even know. I've never been able to do that, oh, and I love I sex. But can I can literally sleep with someone after a handshake. Wait, oh, oh, I've I can't even kiss somebody who I like. Really? Because, oh, I have like a full meltdown, and then it's a game of like cat and mouse. Where I'm like, I, I want you to kiss me, but 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 I can't let you. <laughs> like I have a full nervous breakdown. I think it might be because I'm like. I want this man to touch me, like from my little daddy oh, issues. Yeah. And it's like I want him to kiss me. I want him to to like me. Uh, I am current. I went on a couple dates with this person, and it's been a couple weeks. And I think he likes me. I don't know. I keep asking the internet. I've literally typed into Google, "How do you know when a man likes you?" Which seems like an insane thing to Google because it's a full sentence, but it brought me. Thousands of oh, articles. I've definitely Google that. Thousands. You'll 
whatever you do, as long as it's not a Yahoo answer, you're in good hands. <laughs> that's that's how I read the internet. You, it's a okay answer as long as it's not Yahoo mm-hmm. answers. Yeah, Yahoo answers. They're always misspelled. Uh, they're pretty misogynistic, oh, and yeah. they give you bad information. Do you ever go on Quora? Oh, all the time. Oh, I love Cora. I, that's where great. I get all my relationship advice. That's where, it, like, uh, my little hole left me. And then I was, so two things that I found. One was, uh, you may like a man, but you're probably one of six people he's dating. On average, men date six women who are on apps. And I oh. was oh. floored. I almost fell down oh. and cried yeah. and died. I have a lump in my throat right now, and I'm feeling, like, panic. Isn't <laughs> that crazy? So upsetting. How do you have time to date six people? Well, because they're not really dating them. They're, I guess, sexting and then sexting fucking. And then, yeah, I guess so. But it just seems exhausting. Like, I am dating two people right now. It is, but also it's exhausting. So, so I guess my question is: the one you like is the one you Googled about. How do you know yes. if he likes you? Yes. And how many dates have you been on with him? Two. Slept with him? Yes. First date, second date, <laughs> first date, baby. <laughs> I was, before we go on this date, <laughs> let's fuck, get it out of the way, uh-huh. and then let's and go then get dinner. We'll do the we date. Do, okay. <laughs> Um, that is so wild. I have so many questions about how that works. Sure. Because, well, anyway, but why do you think, why, what's making you not know if he likes you? Because I've slept with people who I'm like, oh, they definitely like me. And then come to like two weeks later, you're like, oh no, they definitely didn't like me. Something has shifted. Something has changed. So also (laughs) I was Googling, he said this in a text what does that mean? <laughs> and one of the things I Googled was stupid. He said, I'm looking forward to it. And I was like, but does that really mean he's looking forward to it? Oh, no. But there were several articles that were like, yes, if he says he's looking forward to it, it genuinely means he's looking forward to it. So there are, I don't know, millions of women out there just copying and pasting text messages into Google search engines, and there are answers for you. I screenshot a couple of the things I Googled. Let me find them. It also, it is a sad state of affairs that people, we were, I mean, before we got on, I was saying that I think the Midwest is highly passive aggressive, Mm -hmm. but it's like we're in a dating era where everything is passive aggressive nobody's direct yes it's really hard like everybody wants to be some like magical mind reader rather Mm -hmm. than just say and be honest it it is like super fucked up it's just sort of like what would it take to just be like i like you i'm excited to see you again or i'm looking well i guess then that's also so scary because what if they're not excited to see you again but but then again it's i i guess you should it would be nice to just know yeah and also being truthful about how you feel doesn't make you a loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like be, saying like, oh, I liked this person and I let them know. And then they were like, thirsty bitch. Like what? <laughs> like a what? Like that you, like you're going to get punished but for being. She's just un- friendly. And yeah. she was letting me know that she liked me. Yeah. Like I don't understand why we think being um, authentic somehow makes you like a super loser. But we I are. I think it's movies. Like, you know, like a manic pixie dream girl where he's like, I like you. And she's like, and I like rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, she's mysterious. (laughs) I think it's been ruined. Well, true. I mean, 
mystery is erotic um, mm-hmm. because finding out the test results is not. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I get that, but I, I don't know. I, I do think, like, my adrenals can't handle games anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't – I don't have it in me now to be so anxious about everything. Like, I take CBD. Like, I can't be mm-hmm. high anxiety anymore. So <laughs> that kind of game playing, like, I, I just – I don't know that I'm capable of doing it the next time mm-hmm. I really date. What apps are you on? Ugh, all of them. Right, yeah. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, yep. Raya, yep. OkCupid. Mm-hmm. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel, but it really <laughs> made me angry. You have to collect beans and then spend them on people. And that's a stupid sentence that someone said in a room and then they made that part of the app. Yeah. Then I'm on Woo Plus. Whoa. Which is for fat people, and then another one for little fatties, uh, called. I wish it was Buster. Called, I wish it was called Little Fatties. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, where did you guys meet? Oh, just this app called Little Fatties. Oh my god! If there was Little Fatties, I would try to get on that app. Just like there's like non-Jews who are on J date. <laughs> You're like, like I'm the little part of the fatties. <laughs> yeah, I like little fatties. I found an article that was. I don't know what I Googled to get here, but there was multiple articles about women being like, I weigh more than my boyfriend. And here are the obstacles I overcame. And I had never thought of it till I read these articles or these op-eds or whatever you want to call them. And I was floored by how insecure people are when they're in relationships. I guess I thought... I would get in a relationship and then all of it would go away. <laughs> I'd be like, good, got him. I'm yeah. fixed. Well, I have this joke about whenever somebody gets engaged, um, the first thing you should scream is, I matter. <laughs> because like suddenly like you're fixed and you've mm-hmm. been like now you're vetted in society. Like somebody wants to do that. Like, mm-hmm. And it is sort of that thing of like you think the relationship is going to f- – I keep making everything serious and not funny. but It's um, fine. But, yeah, like, the relationship's not going to suddenly make you not insecure. But it also is funny, the other part of that is to be introduced to a new insecurity because of the internet where you were like, Mm -hmm. I didn't think that (laughs) it would be a big deal. But now that I see that tons of Mm -hmm. women are so upset about this thing, should I now be neurotic about that? And it was pictures of women who were smaller than me, like size 12, 14s, who are, like, barely fat. And I was like, well, if they're self-conscious with their partner, maybe I should. And that's an insane thought to be like, oh, maybe that's something I should worry about. But then I have to come back to if he's sleeping with you, it's because he likes your body. He likes what he's seeing. Also, like. And I found another article that was like, men will sleep with anything. Well, right. The thing is, like, we think that, like, there is, you know, on the spectrum of let's generalize about men, there is. It's just like. They'll just fucking do anything mm-hmm. with anyone. And that is, to a degree, like a horny man, like kind of the majority. Mm-hmm. Um, if if your hygiene and your grooming is good. So I feel like oh. so I feel like for men, like the tier of like what they will sleep with is age mm-hmm. before looks. It's just like youthful. Mm-hmm. They like youth. And then like good hygiene. Just like mm-hmm. look clean, look put together, <laughs> look like you like don't have like you don't like smell like pig pen, mm-hmm. and then like the rest of it is like they're just like do 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 like uh, whatever. Um, and it's funny because you know I exist with my thin body in a world of thin privilege, mm-hmm. and like I totally have it. But I'll thank tell you, you for knowing that. Oh, I fully know it. 
And what I'm about to say is going to now make you like maybe rage angry, but like it fucking sucks too because with Instagram mm-hmm. and now like Kardashian bodies, the, those kind uh, of bodies that I will never mm-hmm. have, like I will never have big titties. Mm-hmm. I will never have wide curvy hips. You could buy all that. Although, uh, but I'll I want- tell you this, Megan, I think you would look insane. Well, yeah, I've done the face tune. <laughs> I know what I look like. I look insanely hot. <laughs> I want it. I fucking want like <laughs> like juicy thick thighs and like I now I want it mm-hmm. and while I spent all my youth even being thin thinking like it's not good enough like mm-hmm. something is wrong now I'm like oh fuck men like thick women and I can never be a thick woman and now I'm ugly I'm scrawny Oh no! No, it, I mean because what I'm saying is no, with no, size, I completely there's, understand. There's just truly no winning. Yes. in being an objectified woman, there's just no win. So why? No, there isn't. And I've never thought of it in that aspect. That it's like, oh, now I'm scrawny because men like thick women, and it's very interesting because it goes in trends. Because in the '90s, it was like heroin chic, which is an insane sentence. Mm-hmm. Heroin chic. I know. That that was like a goal for people to look so emaciated that people had to wonder if they were on drugs. This woman looks like she's close to death. I got to get in that. I got to fuck her to see if I can break all the bones. Uh, (laughs) My cum will bring her back to life. Uh, (laughs) It's my life juice. Yeah. Uh, That like in the 90s, that was good. And then towards the end of the 90s, it was like big old titties. And then now we're at like, Everything is voluptuous except for your waist. Mm-hmm. Your waist is teeny tiny. Your titties are very big and your hips are very big. And I wonder what the next trend will be. Um, I hope it's like um, menopausal thinning. Hair. I hope like in the next 20 years, it's like <laughs> we love menopausal women who with like their butt is flattening and their <laughs> waist is thickening and their hair is thinning. Because imagine women are just like, I have too much hair. They just want wispy wisps. That would really work for me. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um, we have to take a break. <laughs> Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's. 
with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back, baby! What were you going to say? 
Oh, just that all of it is just we're under like the duress of the male gaze. Like we're still mm-hmm. we're still trying to perform for for what me- men find like sexually attractive. And part of that's mm-hmm. just biology because we're just trying to remake the species over and over again. But the other part of it is like again, it's just like youth and like hygiene. Mm-hmm. And and I do think like trend or no trend, like men are just basically attracted to just like healthy women. And it's, mm. I, I just, I do think like the size is a trend for fashion to make fools of us and to get us mm-hmm. to spend our shekels on shit that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But like the rest of it's just like, I, I think attraction, it's, it's kind of, I don't think it's, attraction is trendy. And I also think society won't let men admit that they are generally attracted to thicker women. More than thin. Well, do you remember that man who loved his curvy wife? I love that man who loves his curvy (laughs) wife. Thank God he's in the ether to distract me from the rest of Uh, things. I don't know how long I laughed about that. I still sometimes will think about that curvy wife and laugh uh, because she's not. She's a normal sized woman. She's She's literally, sorry for the word, like normal, but like she's. Well, average. Average sized, yes. Slightly smaller than average. Yes. And. It was, and his post was like, my friends would make fun of me for liking curvy women. I was like, who are these friends? Who are they? Oh, yeah. It's, I can't imagine a man looking at another man being like, you fucking loser. You like big old titties and a a body on a person. Oh, I mean, the last person I dated, uh, I came to find out he, he liked big women. Oh. Like big women, and I was like, "You have found the wrong size type for what How you're attracted to." How did you find to. out that he liked big women? Uh, um, he 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 was cheating on me with big women. <laughs> this oh my god, this is like this book called Jemima Jade that I'm literally obsessed with. So this woman Jemima loses a bunch of weight, and she meets this guy on the internet. She flies from England to LA. He owns a gym. They're fucked. They're having a great time. Then she finds out that he's cheating on her with his assistant, Jenny, who's fat. You are living the book. (laughs) Jemima J. I need to check it out. It's in my brain. How big were these ladies? Oh, they were, you know, I would say the fetish was plus-sized models. Wow. Like like, Like a curvy 16 or something. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, big, big, thick, big ass, big thighs, big titties. That is so... I guess, yeah, I guess men are programmed to hide that they like bigger women, mm-hmm. which is, a, it's such a weird fucking thing. Oh, and I had a ex, I remember, like, because I've always just pretty much been thin. Like, there's, mm-hmm. I, I'm just not going to be a big person. Mm-hmm. It's just not, my mom was, th- like, and even that guy who was not monogamous with me, the other women that he was engaging with mm-hmm. were much bigger than me. And he like what he would say things like you need to gain weight. <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Megan. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 This sucks because <laughs> truly this just confirms that no woman is enough. No oh, woman no. is ever perfect because I spent a long time growing up being like, well, if I was just a little smaller, if I was just you know thinner. A man will like me mm-hmm. and want me. And then I became sexually active and realized that, like, men will have sex with me. Men will go out with me. Um, yeah, it's just. See, I know that there is thin privilege, but this idea that thin women are happier mm-hmm. is a lie. 
yeah, I'm like in terms of being treated no better or happy. like no one because just being a woman, fucking. it's very hard. Um, yeah, that's so ugh. thinness is so overrated. And I say that as a thin person, but it, it's the most overrated thing in the world. It truly is. It's mm-hmm. not like this is why I, I mean, I think about you a lot because of your confidence. Like you go on Instagram and you <sighs> post this like so fat, so brave hashtag, right? <laughs> um you literally wear bikinis and put your body out there more than I ever have in my entire life. Like, I won't even go to, like, a Korean spa and get naked in front of other people because of, like, I won't either shyness and shame. The only time I really like to be naked naked is if I'm fucking. Well, yeah. And so. no one's fucking you at a Korean spa. <laughs> They're giving you facials. <laughs> and that's not the facial I want when I'm naked. <laughs> no, I... No, but you have a... You do... You have more body confidence than me. For sure. For sure. Sh- oh, my gosh. Like... And that, to me, is... Very strange. But see, to me, it's not. It's society would say that's strange and fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's how we've been programmed. But to me, I'm like, no, you love yourself more than I love myself. Mm-hmm. And that, and somewhere that programming is there. Like, no matter what society tells me, so you're, you like, you're like, I love myself. I'm not going to deny myself my pool, mm-hmm. this experience. But, like, you celebrate yourself in a way that I'm – Waiting till I'm like 90 to be like, well, I guess we look pretty good, Meg. <laughs> We're hot. We have a hot. Su-. Like, I can't bring myself to it. Do you wear bikinis or do you wear one pieces? I wear bikinis because my best asset is my abs. I guess best, mm. which, you know, I, I naturally have nice, nice tummy. You also have a beautiful face, nice fingers, good legs, <laughs> and good old titties and a great butt. Your whole package is one I wouldn't return. Oh, my God, Nicole. I wouldn't return to sender. Full sweat again. Full damn sweat. <laughs> um, no, but also, I don't know. My mom was so incredibly gorgeous, mm-hmm. like heartbreaking. You look a lot like your mother. Thank you. Very nice. But, like, m- my mom was mean to me. Okay. And I grew up looking so weird. And so, I, oh. I did not. I was such a late bloomer. And mm-hmm. I did look a lot like my dad growing up. And I really look like both my parents, mm-hmm. if you look at both their pictures. And my mom would sort of use as a weapon, like, you're your father. You look like your father. Ah. Like, you're your dad. Like, you look so much like dad's family. Mm-hmm. In a way that was meant to be an insult. Because her family was gorgeous. And mm-hmm. my father's family. In a way that, you know, which is just the, the insult of a woman who was using weaponry mm-hmm. yeah um so i internalized that and i was like i guess i'm not very attractive i guess i'm ugly Aww. um which is like i know and there's times when i definitely feel cute mm-hmm. um and i'm trying to pretend that i'm cute I, this is a weird thing to admit on your part but like your instagram is very inspirational for me because your confidence like makes me want to post a photo that like i look cute today and I, it, like, helps me self-esteem myself a little bit because I have so much trouble feeling that way. And I see yours, uh, and I'm like, You're going to oh. make me cry. I see yours, and I'm like, well, she loves herself so the much. The reason I do it is because I spent so much time hating my face, hating my body, hating my hair, hating how dark I was. And I would say... It's weird. Moving to L.A. kind of – actually, no, not moving to – moving to L.A. is when I, like, really embraced my body body. But, like, embracing my body and clothing and my face, just that this is the face I was going to have forever, happened around, like, 18. Mm -hmm. I started wearing very tight clothing, and I was working at Lane Bryant, which is a fat lady store, if you don't know. I know. And my – 
manager would always say, do you really think that's appropriate to wear? And at first I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it is like a little too tight and it's like showing off my rolls or whatever. But then I would just look at myself and be like, but I like how I look. I would rather wear something tighter than baggy because baggier would make me look bigger. And this is, this is my body and I think I'm okay with it. And then... I discovered makeup and like wigs and weaves and I was like, I can add on to me. And then moving here is when I started going out in public without makeup, which was a huge step. I used to always have my face covered in some sort of concealer or something. And then I went to Palm Springs with Marcy Giroux and I had only brought bikinis that I had bought like two years ago. And I said, Marcy, I only brought bikinis and I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to hashtag I'm very fat, very brave because it's so brave when someone <laughs> just has a body. And we tee-hee-heed. And then that was the end of that. And then from that day on, I truly was like, I'm going to wear sleeveless things. I'm going to show my little tum-tum. Um, I'm going to wear exactly what I want to wear and understand that like I'll have bad days, but like you'll have more good days than bad days. So like truly it was a real fucking journey. But I mean, fucking bless that journey because you look so good. Your Thank makeup, you. you're like, look at your nails right now. I'm like, oh my God, who's doing your nails? Why do your nails look so good? I go to Pampered Hands on oh, Melrose. I, oh, okay, no, yeah. I literally have one yellow middle finger because I tried on <laughs> nail polish, but none of the others. <laughs> but um, your nails are always great. We met at Little Dom's for dinner that night and you walked we gotta in. We got to do it again. Oh, oh what you I were think wearing. I was wearing oh. a, a, a faux fur coat. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and you had your head wrapped uh, in like yes, this yes, gorgeous yes. scarf and earrings and glasses, like a different pair of... Yes, I think I was wearing oh. floral glasses. I was doing a lot. It was a lot of patterns, a lot of mixing, a lot of matching. Yeah, I, I mean, you looked unbelievable. And I was like, oh, you've just brought so much fun to everybody's life in this room. You've changed <sighs> the. You've changed just the energy of the room of just like, oh, yeah, right? We're on this earth for how long? And here's somebody who's like just living the, the fuck up because... Just trying to live. and It, it looked so good. People was, don't like it. They can be damned. Yeah, no. My was... mother was um, a party person. She liked to entertain. She was v- one of the loudest people, I think, <laughs> in America. Her laugh, my sister was like, you can hear it from Jupiter. Like, she just <laughs> it was so loud. And I think, and I, like, really clung to her. And I, I just liked her energy. And I think I really inherited a lot of her energy. Mm-hmm. She's nicer than I am. <laughs> She or she was nicer than I am, but I every day is a fucking journey, and I'm trying very hard to be less petty and less catty. And I've been at night trying to say, "Hello, universe, please let me do a nice thing today." (laughs) (laughs) Because it's really hard to be a nice person sometimes. Yeah, I yes. I agree, especially with Instagram. It is so hard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Instagram I, really lends itself to looking at people's things and then being like, "Well, why did they get that? Why do they look like that?" Oh yeah, They're very happy. And then you'll read things where people are like, just tearing down the walls of the facade of Instagram, and I'm so sad. And you're like, "Oh boy, oh, yeah, okay." It's an unwinnable app. There's, yes. there, there's no winning Instagram. There, it, it's a tiny horror show for everybody. <laughs> so, and uh, lately, I'm like trying to have compassion rather than like pettiness, mm-hmm. but it's so hard. So, like, 
I like try not to look at it after 9 p.m. now so I don't get into a hole. I call Smart. it powering down. And I it has get into so many holes. Oh my God. It has improved my life. Just I getting off. Sometimes yeah. check in on the curvy wife. She's doing well. She's Are they still doing married? So well. They're still married. Okay, good. They have since moved. <laughs> They've relocated, I believe, to Arizona. And she has so many followers and she wears so many outfits. And I think that's how she gets paid by posting outfits. Oh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, they're doing great. His name's Trip. Her name is uh, like Sassy Red Lipstick. And they're crushing it. <laughs> Do you, I mean, so I know that you're like, you are like, I don't need to get married. I don't necessarily want kids. Like, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still feel that way? Is that just kind of yes. like not going anywhere in your life? I don't think it's going to go anywhere. People keep telling me it's going to change. Um, I'm trying to write a joke about it right now because everyone's like, when you hit 30, you want a baby. And I see babies and I'm like, oh, I want them. But I'm like, but what's the way to get a baby? Sex. You're horny. You hit 30 and you are horny. And a baby, the the means to a baby is sex. I think we're all just (laughs) horny and having kids that we shouldn't be having. I think that's what's going on. But I do not want kids. I do not want to not be selfish. Um, I don't want to have to spend my money on something other than myself. Um, You're your own kid. I am my own kid. And I spend money like I'm a fucking kid sometimes. I just thought of this yesterday because I was like, if I don't ever have kids, I'm going to... Do you want kids? I'm very ambivalent. Like I say I do and I say I do and I say Mm -hmm. I do. And then I just like keep getting abortions. (laughs) 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 So I guess I don't. And I keep getting abortions. Uh, uh, no, uh, I'm just kidding, listeners. Um, that's just <laughs> or a, not. Listen, uh, abortions need to be normalized, and it really bums me out that I like I'm pro life in a way where like if it's out of the womb and wanted and live it, let's let's keep it alive. Let's put it on a school lunch program and let's fucking help it if there's no money there. Which is you like keep calling it it. <laughs> you like really don't want kids. Fucking hate kids. But I mean. It's scientific that like a baby's not a baby until it's a baby. Right. So yeah. I, I'm. It sounds insane. Like I'm uh, not insane, but like I'm for choosing. Like I don't know what I would do in that situation. Right now, I say I'd probably have an abortion, but maybe I wouldn't. In the I don't know. Oh yeah. I, oh, I think until you're in the situation. It's, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, which is why it's, it's none of men's business because they'll really never be in isn't. that situation. They'll never, never. Um, Unless a man gets pregnant, they shouldn't have a say. I, no, I, I mean, pro-choice, obviously. But I think yes. I I think I think really do want kids. I think mm-hmm. I've just been scared because of my attachment stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm terrified of losing a child. I, I, and I'm like... And that's you, a thing that needs to be normalized. A lot of women have miscarriages. Oh, yeah. Miscarriages are stillbirths? Yes. Or their kid dies when the kid yes. is little or the kid gets sick? A 90-day fiancé, spoiler alert, Karini, her baby died in the womb. Oh, see. And it was... And I don't think they should have aired it. They did air a warning that it might be triggering, but like did it happened while she was filming the show. Yeah, and they oh. like showed the doctor telling her the news. Yeah. It was to me in a necessary part. I think we could have cut to after maybe a confessional. We're not watching that show for that. Yeah, no, I'm watching the show for the goofy antics. Yeah, and I think they thought it was a heartfelt moment, but I was like, I think this is invasive. I do not think that that was right. I don't like that. Also. <laughs> Abortion's illegal in Ireland. And I said to, uh, did you know that? Wait, didn't they just make it legal? Oh, did they? They li- I think oh, they just okay. made it legal. Well, it was illegal. And I was watching it with my roommate, you know, John Milheiser. Yeah. And I said, John, 
abortion's illegal in Ireland. So if she was in Ireland, she would have to carry that to full term. And then John goes, are you sure about that? And I was like, no. And he's like, Nicole, dead babies don't get bigger. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, did you think that dead baby oh my God. would just get bigger for nine it months? keeps growing, but then it's just born to, oh yes. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm dumb. I'm the dumbest person that's ever lived. No, I used to lick post-it notes, like stamps. Ah! <laughs> and they wouldn't stick and they wouldn't stick and I was like post-it notes are the worst invention ever because they never fucking stick because I was fucking licking them like stamps oh man that makes me so happy as an adult That's like up in the last 10 years maybe one of the funniest things I've yeah. ever heard oh. I would love to see someone in an office just licking post-its and being like well I guess I'll never get that note um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why do why do Megan's memos always smell like her breath? Oh, why, that's I don't. Very funny. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another stupid thing I've said. Oh, as an adult, I said on stage, women only have two eggs, and I was in a scene with Sashir, and she went, "What?" And I was like, "Um, <laughs> women only have two eggs," and she was like, "Well," and it was very much like Sashir and not the character. She's like. Describe to me what you think is going on. And I was like, you know, those two eggs and then the tubes. And she's like, ovaries. And I was like, uh oh. And here's my thing why didn't we name them differently? Those look like eggs in a woman. Oh. Ovaries, the two little ovaries yes. look like eggs. Well, yes. So why aren't those called eggs and then the little eggs called ovaries? Wait, what? Nicole, <laughs> no, it makes so much sense. They're ovaries because they hold ovum. <laughs> They hold eggs. They What's an ovum? An egg. Oh. It's Latin. Oh, no. This has been in my heart for so long, and I feel real dumb again. They're literally egg sacs. They're, they hold Okay, the so yeah. it does make sense, and my brain doesn't make sense. It's okay. No. Oh, oh This is where I'm like, oh, I would be a bad teacher because it's almost, cunty voice came out, and I'm like, it's no, it almost a cunty. Yeah, I'm like. Uh, because someone should have taught that better in school for yeah. me. Uh, I had oh. no idea. That's so what, funny. does the fallopian tomb hold floppies? <laughs> <laughs> I know so little about my reproductive system, but now I just learned my ovaries are ovums. They hold the eggs. Yes. And then the fallopian tube is the highway for the eggs. A hundred percent, yes. And then they swim around in your cervix? Nobody swim. No, is that sperm <laughs> swims. Eggs don't swim. So what, they float. They float around. They bop. They're just they bopping. They travel. They they get released uh -huh. once a month mm -hmm. from either side. Mm -hmm. And this is not my period. When they're released, it's ovulation. Whoa. The ovulation cycle, and then they travel down mm -hmm. to the fallopian tube, mm -hmm. and they sit in the uterus, hoping just for like a mere three days. Mm -hmm. Please, cummy. Come and get me, cummy. Please come, come um, to me. And if there's no cummies, then there's a period. Then the period comes, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> listeners, you just learned, or you just listened in real time as I <laughs> learned about periods. How gross! I'm 32 oh or 33. I don't know. I celebrated my 40th birthday this year because I don't care about age anymore. Oh my god! And we made a banner. And guess what? You can't just hang that up at Dave and Buster's. They get mad. Um, yeah, I can't believe I just learned about periods. That's amazing. I also year old woman. I did have like nervousness that I wasn't describing it correctly. I think As you I was did. telling you, I was like, "Wait, is this right?" 
Um, but I think I. Marissa, I think is I, that correct? Sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> a room of three women, and we're like, oh, no. I mean, can I ask you something so hugely personal? Yes. So, like, you have like a lot of sex. Yes. I used to have a lot of sex, and then about a year and a half ago, it really stopped. For deliberately? Like, you were like, I'm going to stop, or you were just so like... So, I had, like, an on and off thing with this person for, like, three years, and then when we were off, I would have sexual partners, and then when that ended, I was, like, kind of, like, really upset, mm-hmm. and it didn't end well or bad. It was just, like, this middling thing that had happened, oh. And I guess my, like, juju or my confidence with men kind of went with that. And then I was like, ugh, so now I'm working and I'm on these apps and I don't really have time for this. And because it's like in order to have sex with someone, you have to meet them Mm -hmm. (laughs) or, like, invite them into your home. Well, you could also just cyber, but (laughs) But I'm I'm like, like, you almost don't have to meet them or invite them into your home. But, yeah, yeah, sexting and FaceTime sex. I know. I'm not into it either. I can't do that. You got to come in me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You got to wear a condom if you're going to come in me, which is not like coming in someone. Anyway, um, so then I kind of stopped having a lot of sex, and then – I don't love to go to men's houses. I like to have the power so I can be like, you go, you leave, uh, get out so of my space. That's so interesting because I would think like I don't want the men in my space because then they're like ah. fucking up my like the energy in my sacred home. Well, then I bought my house and then I was like, no, no, no. Okay. And then I've since had two people over. One was very bad. He was wild and blacked out. Uh, and then I was like, oh, no, I so I don't have anyone over. I have to go to your place. Out call only. Got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Out call only. And if you don't know what that means, read a book. Uh- <laughs> Says the woman who just learned about periods. <laughs> oh, touche. Um, so, yeah, like a year and a half ago, I stopped having a lot of sex, which was a bummer because I'm truly horny. Yeah. Morning, noon. And night. Oh, I get Breakfast, it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I want to eat a dick or a butt. Um, Wait, do you do that? Of course I eat butt. You eat men's ass? Of course I do. I'll look first to see if it's, like, clean. See, And then okay. once you do it once, they'll, like, clean it for you. Oh, or, because, like, they'll, like, make sure it's clean. See, uh, I... I have no problems receiving. Mm-hmm. Love it. I mean, I get it. It's just, like... I mm. like it. I love that the body is just a buffet. <laughs> I really do, but I it don't want to cook. I like buffet. To, I don't want to. I don't want to do the work for the buffet. I like to. That's a lot of work. I mean, I don't want it. I've never eaten ass. I'm not judging it, but I'm like, wow, that's sure, you can judge all you want. Yeah, I, I met you in a full fur coat and a scarf and colorful glasses. <laughs> I don't care. That's a rare treat if a woman eats ass. Uh, maybe I'm I wrong. Do? Maybe it's a new generation. Um, I'll eat your butt. I'll play with your taint. I'll tickle your balls. I will just do the whole full service oil change down now, there. Now, does that? It's erotic for you. It turns you on to do it. I like pleasing somebody. Okay. I'm a pleaser. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's um, hot. Okay. Although if I really like a man, I get nervous about pleasing them, which is a very weird thing where I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing this right, and I just want you to like me. Uh, am I am I doing this? Is it right? Well, so, so 
if I don't care about you, I'll just do what I do. And I know that it's going to please you. Because it's just sex stuff. Yes. It's not it's actual like, emotional. If there's emotion attached okay. to it and then I'm going to see you again, then like I want to make sure that it was good. And But then also like it does make sex, I think, better because I'll ask questions. If I'm just going to fuck you one time, yeah, I'm not talking to you. Has there Have you ever got, gone towards the taint or the asshole and a guy has balked and been like, no, thank you? Yes. I slept with this one guy where I was heading down there and he was like, uh, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you something. He was not for me. Yeah. He, when he ate me out, kicked his feet and my (laughs) halt. In my old bedroom, there's, there's a big mirror on my closet. And my eyes were closed, and I was like, oh, this feels good. And then I opened them, and his feet were off the bed, and he was kicking them. Just like a slight, like, uh, quiver of a kick. And I almost started laughing the hardest I've ever laughed while someone's eating me out. But then I was just like, you don't have to. Is this okay for you? And he was like, yeah, is it okay for you? And I was like, yes. And then he, like, went back down, and then. The feet just kept going. No, that's crazy. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that is so wild. It, it was the most disconcerting thing I'd ever seen. I was like, oh, no. That's so wild. Uh, oh, my God. That is so funny. That is so funny. It was very, very silly. And then I had a real slutty phase where I was just like on the app, swiping, swiping, swiping. It's when I was in my apartment. I didn't really care who because I figured I was like, I want the control to like kick you out. Also, John is home sometimes mm. or I can call him to be like, come home, get this person out, whatever. Oh. Um, also, it's an apartment, so I don't really care if you know where I live. There's so many doors. Right, Which right, one's right. the right one? <laughs> <laughs> That's your security system in that apartment? <laughs> you think that they're going to get confused by the doors? Yes. They'll be like, I know it was one of these doors, but which one? I'll never know. <laughs> um, this guy... Uh, came over and so like I slept with him and it was like fine and then uh, our friend Veronica was like I'm going to a strip club come so I said okay so I went to a strip club and then we got a lap dance together and I was like this is a a real interesting step in our friendship oh you and Veronica not you and the guy no not the guy he left Veronica and I go to a strip club cheetahs get a dual lap dance and then I like got home and this guy had messaged me. He's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, ooh, I'm still horned up. Come on over. Uh, so I was like, Nicole, in one day you fucked two men and got a friend <gasps> left there? I had a slutty summer. I had a slutty summer where I, I was dating two guys and mm-hmm. there was an overlap. And that, that's the kind of day that will get you a UTI and a yeast infection. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't get them. But that summer I was uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. It is interesting that your vagina is truly like, I'm looking out for you, girl. Oh, yeah. This is too much. Okay. Yeah. She, yeah, she was my vagina. She's a she. Mm-hmm. She was like, we're not doing this. No, we <laughs> um, can't do this. But it what it did. It's funny. It makes you feel like a stud. It does. And I understand why men like to fuck multiple people because you're like, I'm the queen of everything. Yes. Yes. People are coming all around me and I'm doing it. I call it the dicknado when you're like at the center (laughs) of this like dick storm and all the dicks want to talk to you and hang with you. And it's like, I'm at the center of my dicknado. I fucking love that. I just went to the gynecologist. 
Do you have a male or female gynecologist? Female. I went to a male one because he was the only one open on Saturdays. I find them suspicious. Can't help it. Well, it is I just a little do. weird. Mm-hmm. But then on his Yelp page, it, the first sentence is, I am a male gynecologist. And I was like, good. He's not trying to trick nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I didn't know because I've only gone to female gynecologists that a woman, I think, has to be in the room at all. Like when With the man? Yes. I I. Th- hope so I think that's good I think it's good too I don't know if it's like a hard rule but it did make me feel more comfortable even though she looked at the ceiling the whole time and I was like well if he's doing something bad you're not looking also that is so rejecting like just look at yeah, me look at my look, Make at, eye look contact. me in the eyes as yes. this man roots around and holds my hand look me in the eye yes. pet my head <laughs> but also I'm like what kind of man gets into gynecology this is what I'm to saying. like lick sick pussies like yeah, like, this is what I'm saying. That's so gross. It's first of all, it's just not erotic. No. So maybe they're like, okay, interested, and that's like the feel. But I'm just uh-huh. like rooting around in a pussy for for medical reasons. Yes. Like I understand like the sisterhood of wanting mm-hmm. to do that. Like you're dealing with like maternity, or you're dealing with just like vaginal health, or you're having like difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. But a guy who's like, whoa, we gotta. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's very weird. Someone brought up, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, don't you think it's weird that Bill Cosby chose to be a gynecologist on his show? And I was like, that is nuts. Everybody, all these abusers have a tell. They all, oh, they all leave tell. breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. Oh, yeah. That he was like, I'm a gynecologist, which means I can write prescriptions for certain medicines or whatever and like do whatever. Like, that's crazy. And Louis C.K., you better believe I got my little hands on I Love You, Daddy. Oh, my God. And it is nuts that he has this girl, Chloe, whatever, running around just going, I love you, Daddy. And and the way she does it is vaguely sexual. And also he says the N-word in under 10 minutes. And I was like, I wonder if that was a conscious choice where he was like, let's see if I can knock this out before 10 minutes into the movie. (sighs) He's not, uh, yeah. I, and he's I, I, back, baby. You better believe he did back-to-back sets at the cellar. You know what's really funny when people defend him? like, Because I have female friends who are like, but he's really funny. Like, I don't know but if what he, he did was so bad. And I was like, first is? of all, first of all, he's, do we need to laugh that hard? Like, that you can't get rid of this fucking mm-hmm. destroyer of women's worlds? Mm-hmm. You need to laugh that hard? Like, his jokes are so on point. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a million other people who are just as just funny. Just as fucking funny. Like, like I, I don't understand this, like, need to be like, but they're funny. I'm like, no, this is I, patriarchy and protecting white men and patriarchy. crazy like, to me because uh, I wasn't at the show. This is hearsay. But one of the jokes that he told when he made his grand return was uh, boyfriend shirts for his kid and then went into a run about how he was like, well, why is it a boyfriend shirt? Is there some dude fucking my kid? I think his kid is nine or like 10. She's not a teenager. I know that. And I was like, so like you think it's okay to show your dick to women who didn't want it, even though you asked, can I show you my dick? And they said, yes, because you're in a powerful position. You think it's okay now to joke about sex? Sexualize, sexualizing, sexualizing your, your nine, daughter? Your nine-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, you are a piece of shit, and I do think you need to go away. I think had he gone away, my money was on, he'd go away for a full year, come back, drop a special self-release it the way he's been doing things, and it was an hour about Me Too, sexual assault, oh. and the things he had done. 
in like a way that he understands why it's wrong. But then I was like, oh, I guess I gave him too much fucking credit. Do you remember his apology? Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm a hero to many. He, there, it was not an apology. So that no. expectation that he was going to somehow be reformed. Mm-hmm. Ugh, uh, yeah. It's, and people are like, why the female rage? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't well, understand why women are so angry. Because men, because that whole Kavanaugh thing, Ugh. I mean, not to truly get into it, but how triggering. How oh. triggering to have to watch that woman stay calm, cool, and collected while this man loses his mind and no one calls him like, the only people calling him hysterical and unprofessional are women. Oh, and he was he was so clearly an abuser, narcissist, yes, yes. Like, narcissist, yes. gaslighting. It was so anybody who's any woman who's been in a relationship mm-hmm. with an abuser were like, that's abuse, uh-huh. that's gaslighting. Like, holy fucking. Yes. Also, he's clearly still an alcoholic. Yes. He's like, even if he's like a dry drunk, like I was like, is he What's drunk a dry right drunk? now? They're maybe they, not. They leave the beer out till it gets hard, and then they <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I hate you, Nicole Byer. I've always hated you. <laughs> but what's a dry drunk? It's where maybe they're not drinking, mm-hmm. but their alcoholism is still emotional. Like oh. so, let's say they're not—they're still alcoholics mm-hmm. in their rage, in their abuse, in their. But they're—they're they're not imbibing. But they're not—they haven't done any of the work to be mm-hmm. a sober, emotionally sober person. Interesting. That's so they're a, still abusive. So you, you're yeah. teaching me so much. Today. I'm like in so much recovery right now mm-hmm. that like. Um, I'm learning a lot too, but uh, yeah, it's it was very curious. And then when Trump, truly sorry for getting a no, little political, I know. but it's, like it's it's been on my mind and it's been so upsetting when Trump made fun of her and was like, "I had one beer. I can't remember this. I can't remember that." I'm like, "You're literally describing date rape. Oh, you were yeah. literally describing drugging a like you were <laughs> you're literally co-signing her story by doing that." Yes. Well, we are being. I mean, it's the we're being gaslit by the entire administration. We're being it's, this entire administration is a pathological abusers. Yeah. Our president is a pathological abuser, mm-hmm. and we're meant to be like people are like, but my four hundred one k is good, so that's supposed to be okay. Yeah, it's honestly, I feel insane. I would say 99% of the time right now. And then what's her name? Susan Collins, who was like, I'm pushing to vote for it. But that just means she's pushing for the vote, which means she could vote no later. She has, but in the past, I read today that she's voted what she said she would vote. Like, so if she's voted, she's, she's a fucking, she, you know, we all know she has, she's a white woman who gets advantages from Making the patriarchy stay yes. powerful. So, of course, why mm-hmm. would she? Why would she vote a different way? Fifty-three percent of women voted. F- white women Here's voted for Trump. The weirdest thing. Why do we have lifetime appointments to any part of our government? People I, get old. I love Ruth, but it, she's old. Oh my god, she better stay fucking alive. I'm gonna. She has to she stay has alive. To, uh, like we have to weekend at Bernie's. I was just Ruth. about to say that <laughs> we have to weekend if at she Bernie's. Away, Ruth. Someone <laughs> so, better make so her just <laughs> a little puppet. Alana Kagan are just like <laughs> holding her up, making her. But it's yeah. just everything is so wild to me. Oh wait, I need to ask you, Megan, would you date me? Oh my god, Nicole, I 
I'm trying every day. Oh. Like, I, I want to spend so much time with you. I, I would let also, you eat my ass, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm good at it. I'm halfway Big, through laser. long licks. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm halfway through laser therapy, so pretty soon I'm going to be... Mm, laser therapy? Full, Wait. Yeah, laser, laser hair removal. You're going to get rid of your pussy hair, too? I'm getting rid of almost everything. But why the pussy hair? Well, like, you don't, is this a personal preference? This is a personal okay. preference because I live in LA now and people have pool parties. Mm. And I'm now old enough that I've been like, I don't have to keep shaving or waxing. Like, mm. I could just, all of my friends got laser hair removal and mm. they're like, it's so easy and it's like, and they're so smooth. Here's and like, the nice thing about being fat a fupa will cover oh all God. that pussy hair. <laughs> You know, it's funny because my vagina is so tiny. It's like the size of a tiny little thimble, but the oh. pussy hair is everywhere. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, I'm kidding. Big old bush with a little thimble in it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I'm just so tired of dealing with shaving it or waxing it. Fair. Next time we go out, I'm going to yeah. make you play a fun game. I only do it in public where <gasps> I make people draw a picture of their pussy. Oh, <laughs> It's my favorite thing That's to do. An because incredible game. they're so different. Oh, they're it's like snowflakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pussy's off snowflakes. Megan, do you have anything that you want to promote? Um, I guess right now I would just promote my Twitter and Instagram because that's where I promote everything that I have coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that's those are sort of my website. So me, at Megan Nuringer for both. Um, and that's where I put all my dates and things when I'm gonna be on things. Perfect. And if you have a chance to see Megan live, you should do it because she's just the funniest. And if you like this episode of my podcast, please rate it five stars on iTunes. And if you send me something dirty, I will read it. So Lily Fluffbottom wrote to me, Hello, Ms. Byer. I am deeply intrigued by the taste, smell, and texture of your vagina. So if you know, let me know. Peach emoji, peach emoji. This is troubling. How you smell it and taste of my pussy and I don't know you? Do you live in my house and are you a ghost? Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.